Hi, I'm Stephanie Lugo, ex-corporate nine-to-fiver turned top producing realtor and coach. It wasn't all that long ago that my husband and I quit our nine-to-fives to start our real estate business together with no experience in the industry, just a dream for a life with more freedom and flexibility and the chance to impact others along the way. But it wasn't always easy and I remember what it felt like to lack the confidence, direction, and know-how that we needed to build our dream business. Fast forward through lots of work, failed attempts, and lessons learned, and you'll see what we've built today, a business that offers us more freedom and income than we ever thought possible and changes the lives of others every day. I created the Market Authority Show to enlighten the path to becoming an authority in your market. I'm here to share simple, actionable, step-by-step help and inspiration to build your dream real estate business with help from timeless principles and today's cutting edge strategies. Whether you're just starting out on your real estate journey or you've been around for a while, we've got a few tricks up our sleeve that you'll want in on. So let's dive in. Hello, happy day to you. Thanks for joining me today on this live stream here on YouTube. You know, I actually just had an incredible workshop with the Market Authority Academy earlier this week, all about the wow client experience and, and how to really create a unique culture and brand story for your real estate business that is going to survive any change in the market. And we we're going through this content and I recognized, you know what, this would actually be a really great topic to share with you here on my YouTube channel and the podcast for the Market Authority Show, because I share so often about the importance of working on your brand, on the importance of creating marketing that's designed to attract your ideal clients, but without really understanding your wow experience, like the actual culture and mission and values behind your brand, it's really difficult to find a solid way to articulate that on and off social media. So my intention today is to get on here and share a little bit about how you can incorporate better brand experiences, really relying on that wow factor that are going to assist you in creating clients for life. Because if anything is true today in 2022 and beyond, it's that really enduring businesses are going to require enduring client relationships, right? Clients for life is a core part of what has allowed many real estate agents uh, to stay in business for decades. And if you speak to agents who've been in the business for years and years and years, if you ask them where their most profitable lead generation sources are, almost always it comes back to their referral base, right? The people who they've known for decades, practically, who they've helped them with all of the transactions that they've gone through throughout their life in the cycle of homeownership and the referrals that those clients send them over time. Now, creating a really great database of referral of referring clients like huge supporters of your business in that way is really what allows your business to grow exponentially, right? And so it's really important to begin working on this from day one. And I say all the time that one of the biggest mistakes that we made in our business was waiting too long to start this. Now we started creating our database and, and really getting serious about our wow client experience um, probably about 12 months into the business when my after my husband and I began. Um, our real estate business. And, and that 12 months was too long. 
And I think that part of what kept us from really reaching out to our database and engaging with them was just worrying that we were going to look foolish as new agents, or we were going to come off as salesy spammy, or we were going to say the wrong thing. And I know that that is a challenge that a lot of new agents struggle. But here's what is really important to understand about creating a wow experience and a culture for your business. It can be totally unique to you and your mission and your values. And your level of experience doesn't actually really factor that far into this equation. While yes, you might value experience and the experience that you bring to the table, that's not always going to be like the end all be all when it comes to clients choosing who to support for their real estate needs, right? And a lot of times we are able to help agents, particularly in the Market Authority Academy, kind of shorten that learning curve and establish their authority in their market segments very, very quickly in their early days of real estate. And so I wanted to share a little bit about how we can start asking ourselves provoking questions to craft a very unique wow culture and experience for your real estate business. Now, this is going to be really great for any real estate agents who feel like their conversion has suffered over time, who feel like their social media marketing isn't really clicking with them, or who feel like they understand that referrals are important for their business, but they just haven't really quite figured that out yet. So maybe they're not getting those past client referrals. Maybe they're not getting support from their friends and family. This might be that missing piece that you need to help your business start to gain traction in this space. So I want to start by talking about the core elements of a wow culture and experience. Now, if we're talking about like the core elements, the first thing to understand is that wow is that thing that goes beyond expectation. Now, we have a fiduciary duty as real estate agents, right? It is our duty to provide perfect paperwork every single time. It is our duty to behave in the best interest of our clients. It is our duty to protect the public. Meeting those standards is kind of a bare minimum of being in this industry. And if those are not your very top priorities, before you ever even start thinking about your commission, you might be in a wrong place, right? You might not belong here. Now, luckily, most agents understand that those things are like the number one thing that they need to focus on. But how do we go a step further to really differentiate ourselves and show clients what we do beyond doing that bare minimum, right? Going beyond the expectation is really what's going to create that wow experience. And the wow experience is an expression of your authentic interest in the person you're serving, in their journey to and through homeownership, right? It's beyond just the transaction. So a lot of times when we're talking about wow experiences, the easiest place for this to show up in is our referral programs. Like how are you going to gift somebody um, or appreciate them if they refer you? Or what's a really great closing gift for my buyers or sellers? Like that's a lot of times what we think about with the wow experience. But the wow experience goes way beyond that. How are you going to stay top of mind with them through the spirit of service and not just salesy spammy, right? Like how are we going to continue to be a partner in their journey of homeownership for years to come? That is how the wow experience goes beyond the transaction, beyond just the expectation of being a really great real estate agent. So that's number one. Number two, a really solid brand and culture that is built on that wow experience is going to be cornerstoned in empathy, gratitude, and generosity. 
Now, one of my core values personally and professionally is operating with extreme empathy. And I was talking about this to my agents in the Market Authority Academy through this workshop that we're in this week and, and sharing a little bit of my story of, of why this matters so much to me and, and how important it is to maintain that spirit of empathy at every point of a transaction. But more importantly, before you even get the contract signed, right, before that employment agreement is in place, every individual that you're speaking to has a dream of what home means to them, of what their lifestyle can look like if they achieve their goal of home ownership, or what their lifestyle will look like if they're able to net the most amount of money possible from their most costly investment. This goes way beyond just putting a sign in someone's yard or helping open doors during showings, right? We have to be operating with empathy and showing gratitude and being generous in return for our clients' commitment to us. So this really means that we have to be tending to the emotional needs that cannot be measured by metrics. Again, this is going beyond a transaction and thinking, how can we help our clientele understand that it's important to us to be their partner on this journey? You know, I think about my CPA a lot of times in this context. So we've been working with our CPA for going on eight years now, and it's been a great relationship. We have actually, we're really lucky to have a couple of professional vendors who we've had relationships with for this long. But the one that I think of often enough is, is their CPA because we hear from them all the time. Now, at this point, they manage quite a lot of the financials in our business in terms of just bookkeeping, financial reporting, all that stuff. But one thing that they've always done for us since the very first year is make sure that we get at least two in-person visits throughout the year to be planning for our tax liabilities and making sure that we're clear on just some of the financial aspects of our business, like expenses and revenue and how those kind of play together to help us meet our goals. Now, those in-person meetings are such an important planning factor of our ability to run our business efficiently and effectively. And that to me is a core part of why I love working with our CPA. That is an element that we've actually built into our business because what it what that allows us to do is maintain that top of mind brand awareness, number one, just through the way we're marketing to our database, but also in having in, in caring enough about our clients to interact with them more than just asking with them, asking them for referrals throughout the year and instead helping them plan for what they want to do to invest in their home or helping them with any updates they might want to make, you know, and by not necessarily advising them on the monetary values of that work, but just giving them our two cents and our opinion on how they can continue increasing the equity of their home, considering the market factors, right? So there's a lot of different ways you can bake in different activities and behaviors through your wow client experience that show empathy, gratitude, and generosity. I could talk about this stuff all day, guys. I know that I can get long-winded about this stuff, but this is how important this is to your business's success. Now, let's go on to number three. So far, we've talked about how wow goes beyond the expectation. We've talked about how empathy, gratitude, and generosity is a cornerstone of this experience. Let's talk about how wow experiences speak to your company culture, right? Even if you are a solo agent, 
you're, you're going to have a culture. Your brand will have culture. Your experience that you give off to your clients is going to be translated through that brand story. And a lot of that has to do with the culture and ethos that you kind of operate by. Um, so a lot of times we associate this with bigger companies, but you should remember that this is a really core part of your brand as well. Now, your the company culture like is one of the more tangible facets that your brand is really going to rely on in order to leave an impression. Okay, so if you think about, I don't know, any of these big tech companies, for example, who are like really kind of lauded for pioneering the importance of company culture, say like Google, for example, I'm actually on a Google product right now because I'm streaming through YouTube. But if you know anything about the Google workplace, you know, all those employees eat for free, you know, they have really sick benefits, you know, they have really cool perks to working in that environment. And Google has done that because they believe that in empowering their employees and helping them feel just as good at work as they do at home, not saying it's always perfect, but having that initiative is a really important part of their culture to help ensure that their employees who are the number one face-to-face -face interaction a lot of times with their customers, whether that is through tech or through service or through sales, they're going to extend a better service, which is going to increase profitability for the company, right? Now, this is kind of an obscure example, I think, of what it is I'm trying to say. But ultimately, the way that you choose to operate your team and continue to grow is going to influence the way that your clients feel served, heard, and appreciated by you. And so I think it's really important to be thinking about your culture and the ways that is going to tie in with this wild client experience as well. We'll, we'll go a little deeper into how to make that happen. Now, the last thing I wanted to share on this topic is the wow experience is going to help create a foundation for training and decision making. So a lot of times I'm working with agents in the Market Authority Academy who are looking to grow and expand their team. Maybe they've grown to new heights and it's time to bring on a new assistant or they really have an eye to recruiting agents onto their team or maybe even expanding their brokerage, right? Well, a really important part of ensuring that that process goes smoothly is having an understanding of how you're going to be able to delegate what makes you special, right? So here's a really great example. I was working with an agent who is continuing to grow her business. And the biggest thing that's taking time from her right now are showings. And you might know as well as I do that client showings can be one of the biggest time sucks in our business. The really sad part of client showings is number one, they are super important, obviously, to fulfilling a transaction and obviously helping our buyers see homes that they actually might want to bid on. But it's not actually a revenue producing activity because you don't have to be the one doing it. Right. So revenue producing activities a lot of times are like the last five to 10 percent of tasks and responsibilities that you never delegate because it's totally reliant on you to go get that business. So showing homes is not one of those, but for an agent who has prided themselves on creating a referral business that's very high touch, um, very relationship centric, handing off people who have been referred to them to a showing agent can be the scariest thing ever. 
it can be really challenging to make that transition. And a lot of agents never go through the necessary steps to bring on that kind of assistance, which means they plateau and stay at the same revenue for years and years and years. And that's something that can actually be corrected by making sure the these elements of your wow culture and experience are really well thought of so that you can actually distribute that feeling in the way that you're training and teaching the people who are working on your behalf to make decisions on how they behave and serve your clientele. Now, here's what that really comes down to. Just with every step of the decision-making process, you have to tie that into your mission and the values and the brand that you're creating with your real estate business. That way you can achieve that consistency across everybody who's reflecting your brand to the public. Does that make sense? I hope it does. I know this stuff gets a little bit into the weeds, but stick with me here. So here are some questions that you want to ask yourself as you are creating a very unique wow experience that is going to be a really important part of your brand story and culture. The first thing that I want to share before we get into these details is this is your brand. Okay. So if you have not really taken that time to understand your brand story, meaning like what makes you unique, why someone should hire you over your competition, what the unique combination of skills and values that you bring to the table are like, you have to kind of start there. And that's why this is like the number one thing that I work with my agents on in the market authority Academy. The first thing they do when they go through my training program is understand and go through a series of exercises to help create their brand. Um, that alone is going to help you answer a lot of these questions. So if you have not done that work before, maybe look back to some of the videos I've made or go ahead. I will have links to where you can inquire about the Market Authority Academy where I can assist you with this because that is the most important asset to your real estate business. Now, we're going to talk about a few elements that tie into that to help create this culture of wow with your real estate team. The first is your mission, right? So you really need to understand what's going to motivate your mission um, why you're so passionate about real estate, what it is you're, help, you're hoping to help your clients accomplish, right? How does that then align with like your value and purpose? And is that aligned with the transformations and experiences that you're actually already creating for your clientele? Now, for example, my mission is really all about real estate that does more, right? So like I understand that our clients... When it comes to our clients, their home purchase or sale is going to be the most significant transaction of their life. And we don't take that lightly. So to that end, we believe in being consistent. We believe in being attentive and data-driven and caring. These are our core values. Um, and, and this is a really important part of our mission because when we're sitting across the table and a seller who is sitting on $100,000 worth of equity in their home is asking us why they should trust us with that, we can very clearly articulate, look, we understand that this is an important transaction for you. We get it. And that means it's really important to us as well. And it's so important to us. We've taken the time to think about how we are going to take these values of consistency, attentiveness, um, you know, being data driven, being caring, and, and what that's actually going to translate to you in the end, Mr. and Mr. Seller, right? So those are the kind of ways that you can distinguish yourself and your expertise beyond just any personal situation, right? And, and we also want to help take those values and create an actual transformation that we can offer them as well. 
But you can't really do that without thinking about your mission and how those values tie into it. Now, if we're talking specifically about your values and how those are going to tie in with your mission statement, your values should be clear. They should be guiding. They should be aligned with the experience you're currently offering, and they should be authentic to you. So you can take my values, right? You can swipe and adapt. But if that's not really authentic to you, if that's not reflective of your story, right? Like your personal journey, you're going to have trouble. So this is worth taking a little bit of time and thinking like, what really drives you? What's really important to you in terms of your purpose and the reason you chose this profession in the first place? And you can also kind of listen to your past clients and see if they kind of back that up, if they feel as if they experienced those values firsthand when working with you. So let's go on to the next big thing that we can consider here. So we've talked about mission, we've talked about values. These are all really important parts of creating that wow culture. The next thing we wanna consider are actions, right? So like what actions and behaviors are you engaging with in your business? to help extend a well brand client experience, right? Now actions are trackable, they're measurable, right? They're specific and they are hopefully trust building, right? These are the trust building activities that result in a positive interaction with your clientele, right? So think about what behaviors you're engaging with that supports your values and your mission, right? Ask yourself, am I currently taking action in this way? And how can I continue to in the future? Or if I'm not, how can I start? And then you might want to also look at the way that you may have been behaving in your business and, and ask yourself something like what behaviors are not aligned here, right? So, I mean, let's look at some specific examples. One really specific action that we've done in the past, right, is, for example, if we are caring and attentive, it would make sense for us to be happy to check on a home after a series of showings to make sure it was locked up if our homeowners weren't coming by anytime soon. We've done this in the past all the time and you may have too for your listings, right? So that's something that we've done before and that's a really important action that instills trust and helps our clients, you know, our home sellers feel well cared for. Now in opposite of that, what behaviors might not be aligned here? Well, if we're trying to be attentive, caring, you know, consistent, a behavior that would not be in alignment is dropping the ball on email, right? Or not following through on something that you said you would. And obviously, we're all human. And we're always striving to be better than we were the next, like the day before. Stuff happens. But then I might ask you, when something does go wrong or awry in your business, what actions are you engaging with to fix it? How are you taking accountability? Because a lot of times people can forgive a mistake, but only if you've taken accountability for it. Just some things to be thinking about. Next, I might challenge you to think about your stories and transformation, like that all tie into your brand, right? So just think back to some of your client experiences. What stories really describe your values and culture, right? Like think about the way that you've helped made your clients feel or the way that they've appreciated your service and really go into detail about that experience and, and find what they said in that instance or, or how they showed you appreciation. My biggest thrill in life is when our clients give us gifts, right? And this is not to say that gifting is my love language. It's really not. But 
we spend so much time thinking about how we can give to our clients that when a client actually goes out of their way to give us a thank you gift or any sense of thank you beyond just, you know, saying it at the closing table, I am like bold over every single time. It never gets old. So anytime that happens, it is such a trigger for me to take a step back and think, wow, what did we do during that transaction that actually compelled them during this hectic time in their life to go out of their way to appreciate us in that way, right? You also might want to think about like, what are the best stories and metrics to describe my impact? So let's say this is a really good question for someone who might be looking to um, pivot themselves into a listing-based business, right? Like if you've had a really a couple of really successful listings in the past and you want to do a lot more of those and maybe kind of taper down on buyers, well, what kind of stories and metrics kind of support that pivot, right? It might be what's your list to sale price ratio, or how quickly can you drum up a bidding more for your listings, right? Or what does the process look like in terms of getting your seller prepared and ready to list their home if it's something that they're really nervous about and something that they need a little extra handholding for? And then how can you leverage these stories, these examples of transformation, these metrics into a way to help solidify and expand your brand? right? So anytime we have these kinds of stories and examples, the first thing I'm doing is using them as like a proof of um, a proof of concept almost. This is kind of the same concept as sharing your reviews on social media, but I go a step further. Like you'll never see me just like regurgitating a review that I received for my business and calling it a day. I'm going to take it a step further. I'm going to share the story behind that review, share my perspective of what made that such a positive transaction and share how I felt about um, being able to create that experience for our clients at the end. Like, wow, you guys, I mean, we're working with, with these clients and they were so excited to sell their home and, and move into their dream home. But man, they were really stressed about the process, but they did such a great job of listening to our guidance and taking their time to prep the home for sale. And they did it so well that we were able to get them nine offers on the first weekend of hitting the market. They were able to get their dream home offer accepted with that contingency. And it was a perfectly smooth and sailing process all the way to the closing table. Now they get to enjoy having netted the most amount of money possible from their home, which allowed them to make this dream home purchase of theirs as seamless and accessible as possible. We are so honored to have been a part of that journey, right? Like, is it really hard, you guys, to take it a step further and share a little bit of that perspective beyond just I don't know, copying and pasting a review that was left for you <laughs> for social media, just a thought. And now finally, you really have to think about how all of these details like reflect onto your ideal client. So what you're actually doing here is asking yourself these, quest these questions from your mission and values, from the actions and behaviors that you're engaging in through these stories and transformation. You're trying to think of those in the context of your ideal client. So kind of like how I just mentioned, this is a really valuable tool if you're trying to pivot into a new market segment or if you're a new agent and you're trying to establish your authority in your area or if you're just trying to transition into different price points or parts of town, right? Like your ideal client has to tie into these different factors that we've discussed. How does what we've discussed match up with your current ideal clientele? And how is it going to help you reach the ideal clientele? Think about your ideal clients while we're on the subject, right? Like what might they be struggling with in this season? Um, what gets them excited or hopeful or motivated? 
if you can answer these questions based on your ideal client, that's a really important part of the equation of creating that narrative of what makes your brand perfectly tailored to the people who you would just love to work with all the time, you know? So these are just important questions that I'd like to prompt you with. And maybe this is a lot of information. And if it is, listen to this twice and take notes, right? I want you to just kind of journal on these topics a little bit. And, and I'm not getting woo here. Self-reflection is an important part of creating that vision as a business owner so that you have an understanding of where it is you're wanting to go and, and what it's going to take to get there, right? So, so ask yourself if you have really created a solid mission statement, identified the values that tie into that, right? If your actions are in alignment with that, if it's serving your ideal clients, if you have great stories and examples of transformation that back it up, right? Take some time and really write that down because what you can do from there is start to tie that into very unique experiences for your clients, like a birthday program, right? Or a referral program or an I'm sorry campaign <laughs> or a closing program, right? So, so this is how we get really specific in creating an awesome experience before, during, and after the closing. And all of this is to say, it's just not enough to like come up with a closing gift idea off the cuff, because if it's not helpful or relevant or value or authentic to your ideal clients, it's going to fall flat and that's not going to be money well spent. You know, if you are just sending anything for a closed client's birthday because you want to celebrate their birthday and stay top of mind, but you know, it kind of looks, um, half done or not really unique or relevant or on brand, like it's going to fall flat. And the whole purpose of having something like a birthday gifting program, um, like a new client onboarding program, for example, or a referral program, like I mentioned, the whole purpose of creating any kind of systems and workflows around this gifting initiative is A, to help them feel loved and appreciated beyond the transaction, and B, to help them understand why they need to refer you and promote your business on social media, right? So it's kind of the law of reciprocation. The more my clients, I know this, the more my clients feel genuinely valued and appreciated by me and my husband, because we're a powerful duo, we're a real estate duo, the more they feel appreciated and valued by us, the more likely they are to refer me and become lifetime clients who will support my business for years to come. And as I said at the beginning of this conversation, enduring businesses require enduring client relationships. It's all about how to create that lifetime client because the more you're able to hone in on that, the lower your marketing costs will be, the less you have to spend on ads like advertising and paying for leads, which is not something we've really done much of at all over the last several years. And, you know, our, it's really interesting because our business today is growing and I always like want to knock on wood, but it's growing and it's more profitable than ever, right? We're, we've been able to have our most successful years consecutively while simultaneously reducing our overhead and marketing costs to practically below 10%. How many business models can say that that's true for them, right? It is so freeing to know that you can give up paying for leads or giving high commission splits or you know, coordinating really complex marketing campaigns and instead just focus on like the top 15% of leverage in terms of your time, revenue and attention that's actually going to procure the best 
most valuable results for your business. And I think that that's what it really comes down to when we're talking about the wow client experience and culture. Whoa. So this is some pretty niche stuff. And this is like really, really specific and obviously can get very, very deep. I feel like we've only just barely scratched the surface here during this time together. So if you have any questions, go ahead and leave those for me in the chat. If this is kind of making sense to you and you're realizing this is an area of opportunity for you, then I want to invite you to reach out to me about the Market Authority Academy. There are links to this episode that are in the description and caption where you can check out a time to book with me. We'll hop on a quick call. I'll learn more about your business, ask you real questions. We'll decide from there if working together is a good fit. I hope that you enjoyed this conversation. Um, this is stuff that I think about a lot and I get really into it. So again, I apologize if this is too like off the wall and I hope that this served you today. So if it did, just leave me your feedback in the comments. I would love to see how I can continue helping you. Otherwise, I appreciate you hanging out with me on uh, this Thursday afternoon. And I hope you have an incredible rest of your week and a really great weekend to come. Thanks so much, you guys. Have a great day. Thanks for tuning in. A high five on taking some time to invest in yourself and in your business. If you're looking for more, head over to the show notes to find all the details and links to resources mentioned in this episode of the Market Authority Show. And if you're looking to find a new crew of like-minded pros to ask questions and bounce ideas off of, head over to themarketauthorityacademy.com to join my exclusive community on Facebook, check out my latest free masterclass and tons of bonus content, or apply to my mentorship program to learn how I can help you triple your business this year. Until next time, keep on crushing it.